I really uh, love what I'm going to share with you. The, um, the Lord um, in Numbers 6, 23-27, you ought to read that, but he told that um, they were to bless the people. And um, one of the sweet experiences that I had was I had a granddaughter who was going to go to Iraq. Iraq. Her, she had two brothers already over there in the Marines and she was in the Army and she felt that, and they did too, that their patriotic duty was to serve the Lord. And uh, she lived very far from us. And uh, we had not s seen her, her brothers as often as we would have liked. My wife was able to go more, but we've always lived on um, sort of a shoestring as salary goes. And to be flying across the United States was something that we'd have to really save up for. And we feel bad about that, but uh, we're serving God and just have to thank Him for the privilege of serving Him and not being able to do a lot of things that a lot of people could do, other people could do. And But she came uh, to here, to Sioux City, where we live, and one of the things she asked me to do, and she had grown into a very lovely young lady, she said, Grandpa, uh, one of the reasons I came here is so that you could bless me. Wow, I'll tell you, that was so thrilling to have my granddaughter ask for a blessing. And uh, God's protection. But, you know, if blessing others is rather strange to you, and I'm not talking about when they sneeze or something, that is horrible. Don't say bless you. Um, because blessings... When you bless somebody with a real blessing, a godly blessing, it brings long-range benefits to the person. Look in Scripture, the people that were blessed. I think of uh, Rachel. Um, I think it was Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Uh, when she, um, or was it Rebecca? I get the girls mixed up. But when she left her home, with the servant Abraham sent, she did not leave until she had the family blessing. When our oldest daughter got married, uh, we were not prepared, what do you do when a girl's gonna get married, even though I was gonna perform this, the ceremony. Uh, I thought just to say goodbye, just, or God bless you or something, but what we did, we started something that we um, tried to do in our family, is when um, someone was getting married, and this is our first daughter, our first experience with this, before she left the home uh, with her wedding dress to go to the church and get ready, uh, the family gathered around her and prayed a blessing on her when she left. That's because we saw that uh, with Abraham's servant and with his choice for Abraham's son to be a bride. 
And we thought, well, that's it. Um, God has set the stage there, and we put a blessing on our daughter, Cheryl, and she married a wonderful young man named Tom. And um, that was a tremendous, beautiful wedding, and they've been married for many, many years. They're now grandparents themselves and have a wonderful relationship with their daughters and granddaughters. Well, and grandson, I should mention. There. One girl's had four and she has, the last one was a boy. Um, but if you go in scriptures and you look at this passage in Numbers, it really helps you of what you um, can structure a blessing around. You know, a blessing that often in church, but I don't see it very much anymore in uh, churches that aren't liturgical, where the last thing was the pastor would play, pray this blessing on the congregation before they left. And I think there's nothing better than leaving a church service after being blessed by the uh, chosen leader of, of that particular church. And it says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The word keep is like guard you. He that keepeth the city. You know, the word keep can be guard. May the Lord bless you and guard you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Isn't that a beautiful thing? May you walk in the shining smile of the Lord upon your life and he will deal with you graciously may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace bless can be a good harvest it could be peace it could be children and uh, also his own presence when you ask the Lord to bless someone. Keep, we already talked about, is guard and protect. His face to shine, his presence is like the, shun, is like the shun, sunshine. And a shining face is a smiling face. And it's a pledge of God's good favor. And then countenance involves taking notice and treating his people with favor. Peace, shalom. It means total well-being. What a beautiful blessing to pray on anyone. And even in your prayer time, to use this as a blessing on the ones you're praying for. We have the privilege of um, being share partners in a lot of different missions and we know the missionaries personally we know the work they're doing but you know if, if you're um, have made a prayer commitment to a missionary or to a, uh, a mission organization um, or a financial one or whatever somehow there's an involvement there uh, ask the Lord to bless that ministry and to fill that ministry with his presence and that when people come upon the 
the buildings and the ground, they would sense the presence and the peace of the Lord. Um, I know a ministry that has um, well-kept lawns and so on, but so often when people come to make deliveries and things on that, on the grounds there, they mention, they sense there's something different here. And um, they're not exactly knowing because uh, the ministry name doesn't have God in it or a uh, name of a denomination. And, uh, but they sense there's something different about this place. There's just a sense of peace, the way the grounds look. And when they go in, uh, the way that it's well-ordered and organized. Um, one of the blessings um, to me personally and the office that we're in, in fact, the office that is one of the, our workroom where I'm doing these DVDs, um, a family came here from many states away and said, when I'm in your waiting room, I sense a real peace here. And that's wonderful. You know, that when you go into a Christian's home, it seems like either you can sense chaos, um, you know, all kinds of disturbing feelings, or you can sense the peace of God. See, we are responsible for the area that we have jurisdiction over. And we want people because we're believers that when a believer comes in or an unbeliever comes in they sense a quiet peace that they don't sense in uh, other homes or other businesses or what have you um, you know the presence of God in your home and sensing that presence it's amazing um, the unity, the um, ability to get on the same side of the struggle and work through things and pray together. Um, the Catholics years ago had a little saying, you saw it on bumper stickers and everything, and it was a wonderful saying, I don't see it anymore. This is a family that prays together stays together. You know, um, if the Lord is Lord in your home, it's not going to be a home of confusion and strife. It'll be a home of peace. And if it isn't, pray and ask God, how can we make our dwelling a dwelling place where people sense the presence and the peace of God?